Hello, friends. We have another special treat for you this month. Listen in as our co-host Amrita dives deep into a candid conversation with our guest Shalene regarding self-love, grounding, and much, much more. Please note, these are pre-recorded conversations spread about throughout this month. So enjoy! Okay, so I remember uh, we started our conversation a few weeks ago on what sort of healing we do. And I was telling you about that I work with the power of the thoughts and emotions and how those can be used to heal like any bodily pain and illness and that sort of experienced on my journey so i believe that creative expression and self-concept and the release of stress are big factors for change and i know you were agreeing with that too and i'm also actually starting to see that self-love and self-acceptance self-worth are also huge factors in healing and to and to uh improve one's life Completely. I I totally think that like the basis of so much of healing actually comes from, I think, self-worth and and self-love on many angles, because I think that a lot of us are just, you know, on so many levels, we just have so many limiting beliefs Mm -hmm. and we're just conditioned in so many ways to believe that we're not worth something. And it's like, there's so many layers of that. I mean, just when you think that you've got it cleared, there's like, you know, one more layer that will show up and like, wow, like I didn't realize this. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm seeing with me as well, because it's like self-love, like the word is, I feel like it's so, it's used so commonly now, and I guess maybe it can Mm -hmm. be like a cliche, but I feel like there's so, like you said, there's so many layers, and I have realized Mm -hmm. that too, like I probably started on this journey maybe in like 2020, and then now like recently I'm realizing as I'm learning more about myself and like reading more into just like self-awareness that there's so much more to it and it's like you discover new things I feel like in like every phase definitely absolutely it's interesting that you said that your journey started in 2020 because I feel like during the pandemic I think a lot of people um were kind of awakened on some level Mm -hmm. where they realized that you know like that a lot of self-love and self-worth was lacking. Like, even for me, um, personally, I feel like during the pandemic time, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess because we were home or maybe it was just the environment or maybe it was just the fear around us kind of in the air. Yeah. I think that it triggered a lot of um, just stuff in us that I think uh, forced us all to kind of look within and, you know, just take a look to understand, like, what exactly is going on. And, like, you know, so many things I think came up for a lot of people, a lot of healing, a lot of relief. I think... A lot of people were just awakened as well to, like, you know, what it is to be their true self. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm so glad you said that because I feel like I actually haven't met many people who have who have experienced that. I feel like there are plenty. Like you said, like, people are awakening, and I feel like with the pandemic, that is what kind of led them to do it. And I feel like even personally speaking, it was we were all kind of like stuck at home right like we couldn't go Mm -hmm. out we couldn't do other things so I feel like for me it like kind of pushed me to look at things that were wrong in my life that Mm -hmm. were going wrong and that weren't okay that I needed to change or fix so it just really helped me just go within I think that is where truly my like self journey started just like going within myself and if I was I was into like meditation and I was 
going into I was learning more about you know all of this since maybe like 2017 but yeah it wasn't until Mm -hmm. the pandemic happened that I actually just kind of sat with myself I'm like okay I need to do a lot of healing and I need to it's time like I need to do it now (laughs) I agree for me it was I think my I think my journey started in 2016 17 Mm -hmm. and then I started getting into theta healing when I was in, in 2018 Mm. Um, I, I would like actually, you know, go to someone who is a practitioner and I would, you know, do sessions yeah. with her. And then in 2019, when I got certified, um, to, to practice myself and then four months later, the pandemic hit. Um, I, and I think during the pandemic, I think that like, you know, the three years prior that I've been kind of doing some self work, mm-hmm. I think led me to, to the point where during the pandemic, as you said, I really was like, okay, what are things wrong, you know? And I think it gave me that that self love that I, I had been kind of working on until that point. Mm-hmm. I think that self love gave me the courage to be like, okay, these are things I need to step away from. This is right. what's not right for me, you know. Like mm-hmm. this is not, even though you know you may have known a truth, but I think you cross this point when you're like, okay, I know this is wrong, but I'm actually going to do something about it. Right. Because I think at times, even though we know that this is not our path or this is not for us, I think sometimes we're just okay, but like how can I get out of this? How can I say no? Mm-hmm. You know, like, how am I going to, you know, what are people going to say? How can I face all this? Like, you know, am I being selfish? Because I think the main question that comes up is, you know, am I being selfish for doing what I think is right for me? Right. And I think that once we, you know, have that level of love and courage in us to be like, no, it's not selfish. It's needed. It's right, right for me. And it's okay to do so. So I think yeah. just like you said, even for me during the pandemic, um, a lot of things changed in my life where I was able to, have the courage to both know and yes and like really choose what what like only what resonated for me and I think after that you know it's just been amazing to see my own personal growth after that of being able to really just you know like set boundaries and do yeah. things that I didn't, I didn't have the courage to do before mm-hmm. I was very like you know timid I'm like oh what who's gonna say what and how am I gonna do this and like fear of like you know losing relationships and you know, everyone had to like me and that kind of thing right and after a point I think it's just like you know it's okay like you have to do what's meant for you and not everyone is you know here and like on the journey with you like you know there are those who are there and there are those who may just come for a season and you have to accept that but I think that that courage to accept all those things is comes with that self-love and self-acceptance journey like I already mentioned as well yeah I definitely agree you you put that uh into words so well because um and like you said in the beginning, right, it's about like first having that awareness and acknowledging that there is something wrong and it needs to be changed or it needs to be healed mm-hmm. and then actually taking action towards it. And for yeah. me as well, like it was, I think it was then, I mean, I had like kind of, you know, delved into therapy a bit before, but it never quite like stuck with me, never quite like helped me too much, but it wasn't until like 2020 where I was like, no, okay, I have had a lot of trauma in my life and I need to heal from it I need to move on from it so I can improve my life I can have a better life so these actions and these relationships and patterns and they they don't repeat and I need to do something about it and like you said it's like learning like I learned to have put myself as priority and to set those boundaries Mm -hmm. and and uh put myself first not think about how it's going to be hurting others family friends and who are meant to be on this journey they will support you they will move on with you right and those who are meant to fall off they will because that's just you stop aligning with certain people and you go separate ways and that's okay because that is that's what life is that's what like the whole um you know like the spiritual journey is about as well 
Absolutely. And I think that's what most South Asians face is, is right there what you said about, um, you know, like being able to just accept that not everyone is, is going to be there. Mm-hmm. Because I think that, you know, especially in South Asian culture, there's such a um, mentality of, okay, if you're together with someone for a long time, you know, that's your success. Mm-hmm. But that's not true. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree, yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like, yeah, maybe it is. Some, I'm, I'm not sure if it's our community or maybe it's just how humans tend to think that if we have these friendships and we've had these friendships for seven, ten years, they're going to keep on going. And I was, like, mm-hmm. I used to think of that. And I feel like as I started on my, you know, just my self-healing journey, I did lose friends. I lost friends maybe that I had known for, like, seven years. And I feel like that's where we stopped seeing eye to eye. And it just, yeah. I they were completely different than me. And I didn't realize that before. But once I put that focus within me and I started to give myself precedence over anything else, I started to see there are people who don't align with me. And that's okay. I mean, it's hard to, you know, let people go. And, and exactly. I'm an empath. So I feel like I feel things very deeply. And so I feel mm-hmm. like it's just, it's been a process to like be okay with that, come to terms with it, that it's okay to feel my emotions and it's okay to, you know, to be wanting to work things out. But when things are not meant to be, when people are not meant to be in your life, it's better to just let that go and embrace it and move on. Absolutely. And, and I think that, you know, as you like rightly said, but when you start to begin your self-love journey, I think you start to see that there's imbalance in relationships. And I think that, you know, like, I think to a certain point, we're only taught in life, you know, and, and you know, like, I guess in, in society, that we only learn about or, or see a relationship as, like, oh, it is with your spouse. Mm-hmm. But in reality, I think, like, everything, like, you know, with our moms, their dads, their friends, their cousins, their siblings, I think every relationship is a relationship. And I think every relationship should be, you know, um, analyzed. Mm-hmm some extent that you know are they contributing because if we're feeling some kind of uneasiness or, or imbalance in it i think it should be addressed but i think that's something that not all not all of us are taught to look at because it's like oh no 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 it's a family they're 100 they have to stick by you and you know and you can't or if, if they're a close friend no 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 like you know right. they have to be near you but i think in reality is that sometimes those are the people who we have to kind of take a look at and say are they you know are we, are, are we on the same page or not right like are they ser- are they serving me exactly yeah like are they here for my highest good are they really there like are we really able to connect or is it that like you know i'm putting in more effort just to keep it just because we've been friends for 10 years exactly and for that reason and and if that's the only reason that we're friends now then is that even a reason to continue being friends you know yeah yeah for sure that's all the time we have today folks i hope you enjoyed this session tune in next week for much much more